Hey there. Thanks for checking out this episode of H&M Live. Your support is always greatly appreciated as I'm always striving to provide content that enlightens, entertains, and educates. Look, I've just enabled supporter functionality on the podcast, so click the link in the show description and any support that you provide will be greatly appreciated. Be well. Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Fifteenth, what's the day? Yes, sir. Time for team no sleep, yeah. guys. Dog. What's what's yeah. happening? Brother? Yeah, I'm, you know, let me wipe it out my eyes, man. Let me wipe, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, go. We, we, we ready don't sleep. We all, we always up in here. Uh, hold Absolutely. On, let, me, let me make sure my sound is coming through. Am I good? You're good. I hear you. You hear? clear. I guess I should probably plug in my headphones all the way, so I don't have no problems. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll edit this out of the other video. Don't don't worry about it, folks. But we we here. Team No Sleep. Montel Allen is over there doing his thing, brother. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. We had a guest that was going to be here. Where you at, Tony? Where you at, TD? Come on, brother. You you supposed to be logging in? I gave you I gave you the instructions. Oh my gosh, that's all right though. Um, I see a senior. Hold on. Let me let me get the comments up here. Appreciate you, sir. Let me let me get the comments here. And we see you. Thank you for joining, sir. We got a lot to talk about, as always, though. Yeah, we, we got a lot to talk about. And uh, we're going to start with some social impact conversations. Uh, we, we're going to go into some NBA. We're going to go into some football. We're going to go into some basketball. But we're going to start with some Olympics. How about mm. that? Mm. And, you know, if it's the social impact story, uh, then, then there could be a problem. There could there could be a problem. So we, we, let me just go and set the stage for you right now. If you're not watching the Olympics right now, uh, you, you're not the only one because apparently the ratings are actually a little lower than they than they normally are. But uh, there's still some good things happening. There's some good stories happening. But this one right here, 15 year old Russian skater Camilla uh, Balayava. I hope I didn't butcher her name there, but she has been caught up in a doping scandal. She tested positive a few months ago for what well, she took the test a few months ago and the results just came out about her taking some things some performance enhancement equivalent types of drugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says, oh, I'm sorry. Was it meant to be? I'm paraphrasing. She's saying that, you know, I got my drugs or, or my supplements that I was taking. I got them mixed up with some some pills that my grandfather was taking. So she, she listen, she's blaming it on her grandfather's medication, some heart medication. Mm-hmm. Long story short, it goes to, goes to arbitration. It goes to the IOC. It goes to all of the uh, governing bodies and they just wrapped up the conversations and lo and behold, they said, you know what? Again, I'm paraphrasing. Lo and behold, Camilla, it's okay. 
It's okay. We uh you fifteen, we we gonna we gonna let you skate. We're gonna let you go ahead and do your thing. We will probably not do a uh medal ceremony should you win. And the she is she is forecasted to win. I, I saw her skate the other day. She bad. Look, she 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 yeah. can do what she needs to do out there on that ice. But again, so they say probably okay, you know, with all this controversy, probably not do a medal medal ceremony. But the problem here is not just that she was positive for a drug test, not just that the fact that the committee ruled and said, you know, even though you were positive and we're still going to let you skate, y'all think back not too many months ago where we had a young lady by the name of Shikari Richardson. Yeah, the uh, the substance was a little bit different, but there was there was no no conversation. There was no second guessing. It was quick. And, and rapid judgment that came down to whereas she could not run anymore after she tested positive and said, she yeah, she smoked a joint after, I believe it was her mother or her grandmother had passed. And she, she had done that kind of as a, as a, as a resting type, type of, as a medical situation for herself, right? To calm her nerves, right? After I can't yep. remember if it was her grandmother or her mother passed. But Shikari Richardson is, is asking, and she's calling foul on this. Right. Rightfully talk, so. talk to us, Mata. What, what do you think about this? Again, the 15-year-old ice skater hey. from Russia who got who tested positive. Mm-hmm. She blamed it on a grandfather. Lord have mercy. She blamed it on a grandfather. Said it was his stuff. So why are you taking... Okay, wait, I, I'll get into that too. Why are you taking your grandfather's medication? How are you getting contaminated with that? Do you not know what you're putting in your body when you're a professional athlete? Um, well, you know, let, let, let's, let's step back. Let's step okay. back. First okay. Okay. Because I because I know I went I tried to boil it down, yeah. boil the ocean, and go yeah. all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Let, let, let's let's let's, let's peel, peel the layers off this onion. Let's peel okay. peel the layers. Let, First let, let layer is is those rules broken, right? She took a performance enhancement drug, yeah. which you should be automatically suspended from competition once you did that. Yes. Regardless of the nature of how she got, it, whether she took it voluntarily, involuntarily, not knowing, knowing whatever the case may be, she broke a rule of taking a performance enhancement drug, which is supposed to be suspended. Um, With that being said, she broke a rule, right? So when you break a rule like that, you're automatically supposed to be suspended from competition, regardless Mm -hmm. of what's going on. Um, The committee, Russian committee appealed, told her story that she supposedly got it, you know, mixed up with her grandfather's drugs and took it. And that's why she tested positive. If that's the case, then there's a fault. Then one, one, I I don't truly believe the story, but I mean, if that is the case, then unfortunately, young lady, for your mistake, you have to be punished because in this in this international competition, the rules are if you break the law, especially if you take it, if you break the rules and you take a performance enhancement drugs, you are disqualified from competition. For some reason, the the Olympic Committee, IOC, said it's okay based on what the Russians, Russians uh, a committee uh, recommended. Says she shouldn't, she shouldn't, she's already suffered enough because she was pulled out of the one the one competition. Now she goes to this competition. She should be able to compete. She's only 15 years old. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that's not that shouldn't be the case. You broke a rule. You took a performance enhancement. Either you dropped the ball or your team dropped the ball. Man. So unfortunately, you so unfortunately you will be suspended from competition. You're 15 years old. You get to come, come compete again when you're 19 years old. <laughs> Still young enough to compete and do all the things you need to do. Let's go back to now, Ms. Richardson. She was told after taking a marijuana joint, which is not an a, 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 a athletic enhancement drug, it's actually a suppressant. True. It doesn't, you know, it's more, it's more, it's, it's an illegal drug, but she's not supposed to take it. 
she was suspended for a whole year out of U.S. competition. Yep. Yeah. So let's take the obvious. There's a color issue. There's a, there's a double standard. There's a, well, there, there's, there's a whole there's, bunch there's, of wait, no, no, no. You, you're going on. I'm saying there's an obvious. This is the obvious. There is a color issue between both athletes. That's number one. Number two, I'm very. I, I would be I'm more upset that the U.S. didn't defend the actions they took. Yeah. And and brought and put that to the IOC and said no. You made it. You you wanted us to suspend our number one sprinter, female sprinter, you know. And we 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 took a harsh statement. The harsh the harsh action should be taken on the Russian skater, but IOC has not said any competition. I mean, the USOC hasn't said anything. That became the Sherry's defense at all, you know, uh, Richardson's defense at all. And I can see why she's she's screaming foul play, and I'm she's screaming it based on race and and, and what's going on. Yeah. So b- before we continue on this, and there's there's other folks yeah. that are screaming this as well. So again, so if you may not be a fan of Shakari Richardson, that's okay. We 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 got somebody else that's part of the U.S. Olympic team that is crying foul on this. But shouts out, I got the man in the green room right here. Oh Lord, Tony Davis <laughs> is in the building, folks. Hold on, let let me bring this bald head brother on the screen. Uh-oh. What what's up with you, man? I ain't seen you since high school. You 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 look at you still looking good, boy. Man, uh, I'm trying to look like you guys. All right, you, guys okay. good. I, you know you, you show up when you want to. You know you know we, we go live on time around here. There's no CP time around here, brother. We go live at the, at six thirty, but that's okay. Well, man, you know I, I'm not good on that 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 uh that electronics in the media. That's so, all right. That's okay. <laughs> I, I tell you what, brother. Uh, thank you for being here. Thank you for being in Team No Sleep. You, you you always in the comments with some with some quality mentions and, and things like that. I figured. Look, let me go and let's just get the man on camera to to tell his story and to tell how you feel. And to, you know, tonight is, is is definitely a good night for you to be here because <laughs> we we got some things that are pulling. As you came in, you heard us talking about the Russian skater and how she failed her drug test and got back uh, on the team. Right, kind of just a hand slap. She's just probably not going to be able to have a medal ceremony. But we're, we're thinking back and reminding back of Shakari Richardson, right? The sister who was out there racing. She was she was smoking a joint when her grandmother or her mother died. I, I need to do that research to figure out which one it was. But she got suspended for a year. What What are your thoughts on kind of how this has transpired and kind of the differences between uh, Shakari Richardson and um, what's her name, Camilla from from the Russian team? From the Russians, uh, well, you know, uh, Richardson—they just use her to me as a pawn. You know, wow. the IOC—they knew that this girl took steroids, mm-hmm. and you waited two months to make the statement to say that she tested positive. That to me makes no sense. It's, I mean, that's right there. That's a cover up. So they knew, they knew the results. Let her skate anyway, because again, she's she's really the favorite. She's she's expected yeah. to just walk out of there with nothing but gold around her neck. Oh, but, yeah. uh, that's interesting that how you put it that way. Okay. But you got to think about it too. If she wins, nobody gets a medal. Well, I know there's no medal ceremony. So you, you saying that you think that they're they're not even gonna get the medals out? No, because wow. they they even said that if she wins, that basically <laughs> they still got to investigate it. Yeah, right. Well, 
don't I mean I feel slighted for somebody else that, that somebody slot she's taking, right? And that's obviously she was she she's taking another country spot and they can be in this competition and be in the top three instead of her winning it or coming in or placing in a medal portion of it. She's somebody else that did not use a performance enhancement drug. Someone has worked just as hard as he has, and now that opportunity is going to be taken away because she's been slapped on the wrist for something she's done illegally. You know, now I agree with you. I think it's a cover up. I mean, the story doesn't sound right to me at all about the grandfather thing. That doesn't sound right at all. Yeah. I and the fact that, I, that, like I said, the, yeah, well, like I said, the fact that the, the USOC and the, and the IOC isn't screaming with their hands up based on what they did to Shakar Richardson just six months ago. If the, if it was that long, maybe four months ago. So we're not we're not even we're not even we're not even a half a year away, and you did that to Shakari Richardson. But yet now we're in a similar situation. Matter of fact, I think a worse situation because, like we said, marijuana is not a performance enhancement drug. It's more of an anxiety drug. Yeah, she and took now a it's actually on, now drug. it's actually on the global stage, right? When the Shakari yeah. was doing it, wasn't even the Olympics yet, right? She was still here. She was still home running and all that. Yeah. But so mm-hmm. Tony, I want to bring you in with this here. So think about oh, this. Dad, sorry to interrupt you. Guys. No, go ahead, brother. Shakari. When she took it, it was legal in her state. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it, but it was banned by the U.S. committee, so I get it. So that's their rule. So I understand well, that. I'm saying yeah, we understand. I'm saying from a standpoint where she didn't take a performance enhancement drug. Weed doesn't perform. It's not enhancing your performance. This young lady took some type of steroid or some type of some some type of, uh, of drug that enhances your performance. Completely two different things. Mm-hmm. But just yet, yeah, Shikari was given basically the death penalty for a year, and this young lady gets to continue. And we see how Based Shikari, on whatever reason they're doing. We see how Shikari mm-hmm. has performed since, right? She, she has not done as well. No. I mean, so it, it's had a, it's had a detri- detrimental effect for her as well. So let me bring this up, right? So Adam Rippon, is a, he's a coach on the U.S. team. He used to be a figure skater on the U.S. team as well. He's calling foul on this. And look, again, if you don't like Shakari Richardson, okay. But look, Alan Rippon has, has two words that he has said to, <laughs> to this entire judgment. And I ain't make this up. This is what he said, okay? Now, I'm just going to put it on the screen. It, he thinks that this is incorrect. He thinks that, again, this, just like you're saying, Montel, like you're saying, Tony, this has to be reevaluated. And this girl from Russia should not be out there on the ice because the entire program now is just a farce. It's right now. Now it's just a, mm-hmm. it's a joke. The whole thing. Yeah. So, this is bad, man. This yeah, is, it's hard. This to, it's, I think it's hard to respect the IOC and their decisioning now based on this kind of this, this situation. And basically, this is telling me you're gonna let who you want in to compete, and you're gonna ostracize anybody you don't want to compete. Bottom line, whether it's based on race. Or based on, if it's based on the country you're representing, or based on whatever, because I don't think people realize when Shakari Richardson tested positive before she she got she got caught, she was at the top of her game, like the top top of the game. She was yeah. like considered one of the best, you know, coming out. Since then, since destroying and all that stuff, she's not been as good. But at that point, before that happened, she was at the very very tip top of her game. So no telling what she would have did in the Summer Olympics if she'd had the opportunity to compete. Exactly. Said, but that opportunity was taken away from her. Taken away, right? Didn't didn't get invited. Didn't get a chance to compete. Just was again kicked to the curb. And it, it's, uh, you know, I, I said it during before we went live. I don't know. Are, are 
or is the Olymp- are we scared of Russia right now? Right, we we know there's some things that are happening. You know, tomorrow may be a very bad day just between Russia and Ukraine, just some things that are going on in the world. But is it that they were look? You know, I'm I'm being Neville's advocate, Tony. I see you smiling, man. But I, I'm I'm just wondering if they were trying to. You know, I I don't, I don't want none of the smoke. So let's let's just go ahead and let this let this young girl go ahead and skate, so we don't ruffle any feathers and cause no problems. But man, Adam Rippon is saying it, man. If they are truly worried about the irreparable harm set her up with proper counseling to deal with the incredibly sad situation she finds herself in and send her home. Yep, I agree. Think about you you gotta really think about it. It's like when Richardson got caught, she was immediately tested. Immediately. So once Mm -hmm. she got once she got her test, they banned her. This girl tested two months ago or a month and a half ago and now coming out with results. I, I mean, yeah, I'm back. I mean, I, I'm, I'm hearing you. I'm in 100% I'm agreement. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, yeah, there's something that doesn't require here, smell. right? You talking to the choir. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's something that there's something not right about that situation. I, I'm saying, I mean, you're going in a little bit more deeper, James. Like, you know, maybe they don't want no smoke with Russia yeah. or the ROC, it's not Russia, it's the whatever they call it, like Russian right. oh, Athletic Committee, blah, blah, blah. Right. But I'm saying, I don't know if it's that, if it's, if it's even that, man, because there's obviously, there's, there's a race component to this. And I know everybody wants to duck, duck and dodge it, but it's, it's, it's the truth. Mm-hmm. There's a race component to this. This is a young African American woman competing at the top of her game that had an opportunity to go out there and compete and do very, very well. She took a drug that was illegally banned, that was a ban, and she got the death penalty basically for a year. We have a young lady that is Russian, but she is white, and she gets basically a slap on the wrist for an enhancement drug. We're not talking about weed, or we're not talking about she took aspirin or she took took something. She took a drug. She took steroids, basically. She took a form of steroids. And yet she's she's cleared to compete. And not only compete, but win. And she will. And go back and represent right. the country. She, she, she's the baddest thing out there on ice. So she will, she yeah. will win. Right? I mean, yeah. there's so, just no, no yeah. doubt about that. So let's let, let's keep let's keep the elephant in the room. Race is a component. It ain't co- it's country, but it's race. Race is a component in this thing. Y'all ain't hearing this. He said, "Keep the elephant." Forget, man. Keep the elephant in the room. <laughs> yeah, Tony, you yeah, yeah man. This. I mean, Montel is coming the, tonight, boy. Hey, Montel's coming. <laughs> I mean. I'm, I'm just being honest, man. I mean, and and they they can they can dance around it and hide around it and say what they want, but you can't take that. You can't say they're not taking that into effect. I mean, look, look. You got to also look at the appearance. Sherry Richardson, her appearance, how she was, the long nails, long eyelashes. I think she has a t- tattoo, whatever, and all that. Stuff. She represents that that part of racing, which I don't know if that's indicative or they want that to be, uh, what they want. You know, they want in America or what they want the visual to be. Cause she's just a bad, she's a bad sister on the track field. I don't know if that's indicative of what they want to represent. It, 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 they want that image to be on top of the podium. So you give her the death penalty. Wow. Which I don't under, I, I still don't clear. To this day, they haven't even gave us a, a, a stern explanation why they gave her the death penalty for a year. Again, we're going with now with someone, they took an enhancement drug and she gets a slap on the wrist, man. I think Sherry Richardson, Sherry Richardson as a matter of fact, Richardson, I think, is an epitome of what we do need on there. She made a mistake. She held herself accountable for it. 
She said she she apologized about it. She said she was suffering the, any punishment they gave her, which she did, which is definitely which I thought was too severe. Severe, and stood up and had her head and held her head up high about the situation. Right. We get a situation right now where the mask is covering and it's okay to slap her on the wrist. I mean, what message are we sending? Period. To period. In this instance. Well, like you said, it's it's, it's got to be a race issue. It's, 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 it's something, and we know that that's near the top. I would I would love to hear folks' comments about what they think about this as well. Right, we we hitting you in the mouth. I know right right from the beginning. You thought we were just gonna talk about <laughs> Dre and Eminem and and you know the halftime. No, we 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 gonna hit you in the mouth with this one right, right here. So you know, and uh, it's crazy. It's just crazy, man. I just I don't I don't know. I know no one else talks about that part or they always want to leave that that yeah. part out of it. Yeah. But that is a component of it. Yeah. And I think the IOC needs to be called out for it. The IOC as well as the USOC needs to be called out for it. Well, didn't something similar like this happen to Usain Bolt? I'm, I'm not mm. He was uh, never banned. He, yeah, he was never banned. No, he was never okay. banned. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he was still able to run. I, I forgot what happened to him, but there, I, there was some small little, little controversy, but but nothing to, to this extent, right? In terms of mm-hmm. enhancement drugs or anything, he he just fast. Look, that that brother could just move. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I you know, folks, chime in, chime in for sure if you got anything on that. But I, I know that was a, a tough uh, topic, tough conversation. We we got a couple of more tough conversations and things that uh, you know we we typically talk about. Um, mental health, mental awareness, uh, just being able to take care of yourself, uh, making sure that you have the resources that, that you need. And we talk about that here on this show. And one thing, unfortunately, that that has happened recently is uh, the, the nephew, right, of the Williams sister, Serena Williams, their 21-year-old, uh, as of the 3rd, February the 3rd, took his own life, right? So y- young man was uh, dealing with some things, Mentally, internally, he, you know, he was um, playing sports. He was doing all kinds of good things, but he had bipolar depression. And his mother was trying to work with him, but it just, it, it just overtook him. It overtook him. So he fell victim and prey to ODing on drugs as well. Uh, so we, uh, this, this Serena and, and Venus lost their nephew. Again, 21-year-old young man, unfortunately. So that... This is a sad story, right? You definitely hate to hear about those types of things happening, and you always want folks to. You say you want to reach out for help. You you want to provide that assistance to people, especially around your close circle. Either you don't know what's happening, or you know what's happening, or you you don't know if someone's at that level, that kind of thing. So I, I at least wanted to put out the uh, the website here for the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline one eight hundred two seven three talk. Right? If, if you if you ever get to that point. Just give somebody a call. That's a 24 by 7 number. Call somebody in your family, right? Call somebody Call somebody you like, somebody you don't like, but just talk to somebody, right, real quick before you get to that point. But I wanted to put that out there. I'm not sure if you guys saw that story again about Serena and, and Venus Williams' young nephew there. Yeah, my, my prayers go out to their family, you know, going through these tough times, obviously, in situations like this. Um, it's unfortunate. You know, the, you know, the mother was trying to help him, and – I think people, this is a more, this is another wake up call to realize that mental health is really an issue and it is real. It's not something that's made up, yeah. um, especially in our community, African-American community. We, we kind of ignore it and shun it away, tell you to kind of just get over it or do whatever. But I think, you know, um, mental health 
the depression is something that is obviously very, very real. And in today's times, it's even harder to deal with because we're isolated so much with COVID um, and certain things like that. So um, I think this is just another wake up call. Unfortunately, you know, a, fa- a person had to pass away for us yeah. to get for it to get noticed. Um, and like you said, I would hope people would reach out more, um, listen a little, little bit more. You know, God gave us two ears and one mouth for a reason. Mm. You know, we want yes. you to listen more instead of kind of just talking, maybe just hear the story and kind of see what's going on and see what's bothering them. And then maybe chime in and give some advice if, if that if that's the pro- proper time or right thing to do. Um, but uh, I mean, they, I mean, they're going through it. I mean, you know, I, you know, they just had the movie release. You know what I mean? Um, you know, both the sisters are very successful in tennis. So he's always going to be in some type of limelight. limelight. Um, it's just unfortunate. But, uh, you know, just check up on, you know, like I said, check up on somebody, you know, that is going through it. Um, because as we know, these things are becoming more and more real and unfortunately becoming more and more um, frequent exactly um in our yeah. society exactly it's it's sad and uh you know when, when i was doing research and i was taking a look at the story i mean the, the the sad part is to the oldest son of the family the older brother is still sending text messages to his younger brother's <clears throat> phone that's him going through the grieving process right he's sending messages talking about sports because that's what they did that's what you know kept, kept them going Obviously, no, he's not going to get a response. But again, he's sending those messages to his brother's phone as a way of, of grieving. So, so again, th- those types of things just just really hit hit home and, and just make you think. So, so again, folks, I'm gonna make sure that this link and this phone number is in the uh, description of of this show. So you you know, if you need it, put it in your wallet, put it in your in your phone, so you can call them as well. Looks like Mr. Davis is having some cell phone or some connectivity issues. So when he gets back, we'll, we'll bring him back on screen. Um, mental health issues. This man right here, Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, he, he, he yeah. stopped playing. He didn't, he didn't want to play. He, he had things going on. Then he, he broke out and said he had mental, mental uh, challenges. So then, then we all had to stop and we said, okay, now see, you, you can't play with that, right? We, we thought he just didn't want to play. He, he forgot how to shoot or, or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. He was making fun of him. But then he broke out and he said, you know, I've got uh, challenges adjusting from a mental perspective. So we had to pay, we, we paid more attention to him. What, what do you think about this now? Now that he's no longer in Philadelphia, now that he's over in Brooklyn, how, how do you, what's happening is, Brooklyn is trying to get him ready to play his first game back when Brooklyn plays Philadelphia. Now that, that's so, so that's going to be a cool mm-hmm. game, right? That, that's that's going to be a very interesting yeah. game to see Ben Simmons playing against his former teammate, which which he has such a, a hard falling out from. And, you know, how, how is he going to gel? How is he going to get over that hump, get out of his own head? Is, is it just being on a new squad, wearing a new, new uniform? Or, or being in a new city See, under a new coach, what do you think is gonna is gonna happen? This 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 story right here is really really touchy because mm-hmm. I, I watched I, I saw his press conference what he did earlier today. He did say that he had some mental some some personal issues and he had some mental things that he was concerned about, and that's kind of why you know he definitely stepped away. Um, but there's a, a lot of caveats to go in this. So one, he's fighting also for the money that he lost. And the the NBA can't pay you. They they'll pay you if you are under mental mental duress, right? So you can claim mental duress and you can go take some time off and do what you got to do. 
to get your thing back, and they can't take, they can't find you the money he was fined. So he's all he's fighting for that. That's number one. Number two, changing cities doesn't doesn't. I don't think I think it gives you a new light, but it doesn't cure whatever you're going through. If there's really some situations are going through. Yes, sir. My issue with Ben Simmons is there's inconsistencies in the story. You know, one he was going out because he just didn't want to play for the city of, city of Philadelphia. Now he's going through some mental issues. Now he's going through some personal issues, and all those may be true. I'm not saying it's not true, not. But it, it draws me to conclude that, like, man, there's, there's some holes in your story because it's never consistently all the way through. There's some other things going on. With that being said, I mean, um, again, man, I mean, he's due to lose, I think someone was saying anywhere between 19 to 28 million. That's a lot of coin to lose for him sitting out all yes, those sir. games. Yes, but sir. if you claim mental, if you claim mental issues, they got to pay you that money. So, I don't know what to believe with Ben Simmons is right now. I mean, I, and that's just me personally. I don't know what to believe if he was going through some things or he wasn't going through some things. Did him missing those shots and the criticism he took in Philadelphia draw all this mental stuff going on with him and, it's, and these concerns with him? Is he going to have a new light in in in, in, in Brooklyn? That now that's all over? I just don't know, man, because it's inconsistent. Kind of like you just showing the man right there, Kyrie Irving. It's, his stories are usually inconsistent, so I don't know what to believe. Yeah. What's going on? Going on with him. Um, I hope he's not going. But on a side note, I hope he's not going through mental issues. Right. I really don't. I hope. I hope everything's okay. I hope. And if he is going through mental issues, he's getting the help that he needs to to cure it and all that stuff. I just like I said, man, it's just inconsistent. I, I don't know where to. I don't know where to go with this. Tony, you bring it up, man. Look, I'm, I want. I want you to interject, man, because you know you you was out there on the court back in the day too. So you you know you know the the whole dynamic in the in the locker room, and you know this this changing teams. Um, do you think this is going to be a positive thing or a negative thing? You know, again, he, he's going to be around some some more dynamic players out there in Brooklyn as opposed to what he was with in, in Philadelphia. Is is that all he needed, or how, how does the the mental aspect affect again going? up against his former team on May 10th, if that's when he's actually cleared to actually play. How, how do you think he's going to perform uh, for, for Brooklyn on that day? I mean, let's get straight. He's a defensive player. He's not an offensive player. You know, so when you're watching him play with Kyrie, I mean, that that's a bonus for them because they know he's not going to take shots. <laughs> the man is scared you know, He's going to be a defensive mm-hmm. player. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you look at him. He gets the he gets the free throw line, though, but he can't make free throws. <laughs> can't can't so, shoot. He, he, you know when he put Kyrie and Durant, son, that's totally different. You know, but James Harden, he put him with that nucleus. It's a total totally different dynamic. Yeah, because now you got a guy that's all he can all he has to do now is concentrate on shooting. You don't have to concentrate on rebounding. You know, I concentrate on playing defense. Yeah, all mm-hmm. he gotta do is do what he was doing in Houston. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and that's I got a question for you, Tony. Thirty points a game. Yeah. I I got a question for you. Do you think do you think him with this mental illness thing, um, or him him stating about mental illness, is this now an avenue that the players can get out of their contract and change teams when they don't want to? If they so say I have mental illness, I just want to shut it down, I don't want to play. I want out of here. I don't like it here no more. Is it is this setting a precedence for that to happen and for many other athletes that don't want to that are happy in their situation, you think? Okay, it's all pro for it. 
all sports, all sports uh, top athletes are doing this. You know, mm-hmm. you saw, you see it in baseball, you see it in basketball. Now you see it more in basketball, and you saw it a lot in football, especially like Antonio Brown. He used it to his, his mm-hmm. to the T. Yep. So in basketball, it's it's even worse now because now guys can sit out. Well, I mean, playing a lot of games where you don't have to really do anything now and still get paid, like you said. You know, mm-hmm. and you put that mental health aspect aspect into it. You gotta pay them. The owners have to pay. Them, mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, you don't you don't want to play with that, right? You, I mean, no, no one that wants no one wants that lawsuit. Yeah, but I think the the, the fear the fear of it is. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Yeah, I was saying. No, I was saying the the fear the fear of it is that some guys are not going through mental health issues and they're going to claim this to be a I'm a mental health because I'm happy with my situation. I don't want to play in Houston no more. I hate Houston. I'm sick of being in Houston. I'm sick of losing. I'm just going to shut it down. So I got middle issue, my contract, right? I, I and I want to get out of my contract and have you just send me ship me off. Because as we know, there's some players that can't get out of the situation, whether they're happy or unhappy. Um, I think this. I hope they don't use this as a as a scapegoat. But I'm saying, Ben Simmons inconsistently sure does say that that he's using this as a scapegoat to get out of and get his money. I'm just saying his story has been super inconsistent. I read three different articles while he was saying it, and they all said something different from the reason why he was sitting out and why he wasn't playing. So I'm just wondering, is this, is this going to set a trend, I should say? Is it going to be a trend we, we're going to see from now on with guys? Well, this trend's already been set. It's already set. Wow. <laughs> wow. Already the, set. the cat is already out the bag. Huh? Okay. It's already out the bag. <laughs> you well, know? So, so okay. it's a sad state of affairs then, right? Because, again, now, now you got folks gaming this system, right? And, and you don't know who's true and who's not true, right? Who, who really does have a, a problem with, with mental illness and mental health, things of that nature. So you, you bring in all these resources, you bring in all these programs, and at, at the end of the day, it, it's just Tony, you know, just upset because he don't want to play with, with Montel anymore. Right? Mm-hmm. right? It, so, I mean, that, that's, a, that's a problem. That's a problem, too. Well, Two steps forward, one step back kind of thing. Well, like, like I said before, you got to think about the, 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 how can I say it, the, uh, the, the time and period of some of these, I call them kids. You got to remember, they, these dudes is kids. Okay. Some of these Break that down to us. They haven't grown yet. Oh, oh, oh. He, he, getting, he coming in y'all front door now. So, okay, here comes Tony Davis. That I remember. You watch them play, they still in that kid mentality. And, and mama and daddy's over there on the side rooting and, and fussing and fighting. And next thing you know, they 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 taking your fights on, and you sit back watching like, oh, I'm still a kid. Wow. So okay. that's, that's what's going on. Like in NBA, I seriously think that's what's going to NBA in all sports, basically in all pro sports. A lot of these dudes just have not grown up. And like I said before, you gotta think about it. These dudes is like what, twenty to twenty five, twenty to thirty top. What were we you know, doing at 20 and 25 years old, right? <laughs> right. Thank and we, we didn't have a million dollars in our pocketbook, right? And no. Probably still don't. Well, I don't have to get into that. But but again, you know, no no <laughs> one had the, the wherewithal to make the right decisions at, at that age. But 
that, that that's an interesting point, right? The maturity that you're saying isn't isn't there yet for the, for these young. But guys. but 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 on that though, <laughs> come on, brother. Come hey, on. Hold on, hold you, you, know, on. you know what I'm doing. You know I'm picking at scabs. I'm, hey, I'm trying but, to get But it. in our in our age though, I think we had a little bit more um, guidance. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We had elders that looked out for us. That they, they taught us the right way. If we were going over, we steering wrong. For a lot of us, we had people. We 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 actually looked at our examples that were in front of us and learned from them. I don't see that from this this generation. They don't. They they're like I'm gonna do what I want to do, and I'm gonna do it when I want to do it. And I'm a, I don't care what you you old school. This is a new way of doing it. But you we already know this is just the same book. This is a different chapter. You know, it's the same thing. It's gonna recycle. Everything's gonna come back around. I see that as a difference. I'm saying with Ben Simmons' situation, I just see this is a this is a kind of more of a new precedence. Antonio Brown fits falls into that bucket as well. Wow, These Antonio acting yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Being, being, you know, doing what you want to do, pouting, sitting out, and then when they feel, when you feel now, all of a sudden, when your money's about to be gone, oh, I got mental issues, I got some mental things coming on. That's like the after story, where, where, where we know Naomi, she, that was the front story. Hey, I got yeah. issues, I got some things, I got to work out. Yeah, there was yeah. a difference. She, she did it the right way. These guys are doing it the wrong way. They're acting out. Um, and then, then the mental stuff comes on the back end. That's the story, so they know they can't get their money taken away or for whatever reason. I'm, that's the part where I'm having a hard time when the story is inconsistent. You know, if this story is consistent all the way through, I'll be like, oh man, he, you know, hey, you know, he's dealing with some stuff that he got to do it. Right. But that's not his consistent story. So I think the NBA, I think it's gonna open up some jobs. I think there's gonna be some psychiatrists. It's gonna be some jobs all of a sudden right now in the NBA. That's for sure. But I believe, I mean, I'm hoping hoping these, I'm hoping these cats ain't setting a precedence where people think that's the way to get out. Instead of, instead of where we was at, hey, I signed the contract, I'm gonna live through it. I got to deal with it. Like it or not, this is what I signed. I got to kind of go with it. And if there's an opportunity for me to get out of here, I'm gonna get out of here. If I don't like the situation, I got to figure out a way to change it. These dudes is, I sit there and pout. I'm just gonna pout and shut it down. I don't want to play no more. Crazy. You know, I think that's such a bad example to set. In my opinion, that's just such a bad, that's just such a bad, because we already know they're, they're the only, they're the half a percentile athletes in the world, but 95.5 look up to these guys, mm-hmm. but they act that way. That, that part's, I have a problem with that. You you don't have to act that way. Well, let me ask you something. Okay. Mm-hmm. You, you play college ball. Correct. I play college ball. So the thing about it is like, who, what, what does that start at? But that attitude, mm-hmm. it, started, it started way before they got to college. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you got to realize that once they keep grooming themselves all the way to that point where they get to the professionals, then basically you're doing what you want to do from that point on. Owners not going to tell you anything. Owners just expect you for you to get to the game. Mm-hmm. Where, yeah. you know, where where you know they're gonna be like sitting back and say okay you know what you have a problem that's your problem as long as you're on the court or you playing on the field i'm good mm-hmm. so that's as what's as happening as right now you for the team, team. Saying, okay like you, you said okay. they don't like they don't like their situation so yeah. they're saying you know what i'm gonna sit back and use this as a tool and say i'm crazy wow. <laughs> yeah yeah that's what I'm seeing. That's what I'm seeing. Yeah. So, so, so Tony, let me ask you this, and 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 Monta, you chime in too, right? So, me and TD, we from military families, right? So, I mean, we we had just a different type of home training, right? And and we we, we just didn't act out like it. we we did what we did, but we we didn't act 
act a fool like this and claim something that wasn't real if it's not real. And and what and there's there's still military families today. So so I mean that 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 precedent is still there and that foundation is still there. But again, why are there so many young young athletes acting like this, feeling entitled, feeling that they are they're it when they're really not it when they're still sitting on the bench. Uh, they, they are, you know, not going to be the next superstar or whatever, but they swear that they are going to be and, and, and start having these different types of expectations when they hit the court, the floor, the, the pitch or whatever the case may be. What, what, what happened, right? Why, why are we seeing so much more of this today as opposed to kind of when we were all coming up through the ranks or, or are we, do you think we're, we're seeing more of this? You want, you want him to go first or me to go first? <laughs> Let's go with the guest first. Let's go with the you know, okay, okay, both okay. y'all on screen. You really, and I'm you really y'all want me to that. start this off. Okay, well, yeah. uh, I, I think it started off basically with what they call AAU. This mm. is the big problem, I think. I don't know if you guys seen it, but I've seen it because I've had children. My, I have four children. They've all went through the AAU process. And you see some of the stuff that goes on is is like 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 we just got through talking about it's just it's entitlement. Mm-hmm. So it's the uh, I take care of you situation, or if you that good, I'll fly you from here to there and give you special privileges, or take you and do things special privileges for you. And next thing you know, like you said, when they get to uh upper professional areas then you see this type of uh attitude basically come out you know so i gotta tell people i said i've seen the au circuit and it was it it, to me is the worst thing they've ever made because you have a lot of people who don't use the au circuit as a tool to teach people they don't teach them at that age hey to be honest to be self-centered to be a team player uh everything is individualized so you know i i don't know what else you want me to say about it but that's my point of view on why some of these dudes are like they are today Oh, um, go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a little bit deeper than that. Oh, see, here we go. I'm this gonna is go deeper. Wait for Tony. Put your seatbelt on. Put your seatbelt. No, no, no. Hey, I'm, I'm gonna go. Deep, I'm gonna go a little deeper than that. <laughs> I, I think. I think. I think it starts one at home. Yeah. And I think it also starts. And I hate to say it, but I think it starts also in the music we listen to and the entertainment that we look at. Okay. Because it's it's all me, 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 money, 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 bling, 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 entitled, entitlement, entitlement. I think that plays one part of the factor. I also think you're right. I think uh, delusional coaches, delusional parents, and delusional friends and other siblings are telling these kids, hey, hey, you're the best, you're the best, you're the best, you're the best. And when they go up against any kind of adversary that shows they're not the best or they need to, they need to step their game up is when we get this pouting situations or we get issues going on. <laughs> now, when they still are the best and they go all the way, go all the way through up to the pros, like you said, the professional levels, when they already meet, they reach the peak or the epitome of, what they, of their sport. They've been spoiled so much and been told they're great so much and being able to do whatever they've been wanting to do for so much. Ben Simmons is a perfect example. 
he didn't go to class when he was after you seen that documentary. He didn't go to class at LSU. He didn't do any schoolwork. He told them straight up he was only going to be there for a semester to play, and he never did anything. All he did was play basketball. So he took away some of the kids' scholarship. They really wanted to work hard. They praised him at the level of the LSU level, as well as in high school. And he got to the pros, and now we see the way he acted. They gave him everything. He didn't have to earn anything based on his God-given ability to play basketball. Uh, I think the difference between them and now, someone like Magic Johnson, who, who was God-given blessed, you're right, there wasn't an AAU, but also the family at home, the family unit, made him believe in hard work. You had to work for what you had to do. Yeah. You had to be you had to be strong. You know, you had to be, I don't care how many points you score, you're still taking the trash out. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, there you go. You, you know, you, you do wrong, you do wrong in your, your classes, mama gonna come across with that belt or slap you, you with that problems. left hand to make you yeah, you're you right. She's gonna sit you in front of the class to make sure you're doing your grades right. There's a difference now that's going on. And I'm gonna blame this on a lot a lot of um, socioeconomic issues. And I'm gonna say that because I think in that generation, in the era that we're seeing now, it was a lot of kids raising kids. There was a lot, of, a lot of young ladies that had babies and they were raised together, in my opinion. A lot were raised together. There was a situation, we already know, we went through that mass situation of incarceration, the crack era and all that stuff. A lot of men were locked up, a lot of single, a lot of women raised babies. In that era right there, there wasn't that, there wasn't that role model. There, that, that male role model wasn't there. And now these young men have to figure it out themselves. And I think entitlement comes in there. What comes your role model is your coach who's giving you everything, who's spoiling you. Mama's praising you because you're just doing good out on the court. Uncles is telling you whatever they want to tell you what to do. And your high schools are not doing anything to, to hold you accountable. There's a lack of accountability amongst all these situations, mm. period. And that leads to what the attitude we have now. No accountability, lack of resources, Lack of lack, lack, uh, I think a lack of role models, and a lack of such a, 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 several other things in there that has leads us to this entitlement that we feel you have to be entitled. You know, I don't understand whatever happened to hard work. What happened to what you turn? And, and, and let's be honest with you, NBA and all them are guilty of it because they let's change the rule because we want these guys coming in earlier to make us more money. We don't. They don't have to buy. They don't have to go buy through the college ranks. They don't have to go through those ranks no more. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's made it easier for these guys to make it to that epitome. And now we now we cry wolf and get pissed off when they act this way. When we were the ones that enabled them, we enabled them to be this and be in the same situation. Yeah. I don't know if you guys agree or disagree. No, I'm just gonna say, Tony, you didn't you didn't know you was gonna be participating in a psychology I... and a sociology <laughs> course. This, this, this no, is, I uh, didn't know that. This, this is Sac State, uh, you know, 101. Uh, this is this is psychology 101 right here, but but and that's it, though, right? Again, I, I think we are the blame. We, as an overall society, are our blame, and that doesn't mean that it's too late, right? I, I think we, we, we still need to continue to reach out and reach back, especially to, to the youth. And, you know, I'll point one finger out and have three fingers pointing back at me, especially for for, for our youngsters. It's just, just grab somebody and, and try to keep them on, on, that, on that narrow path, uh, going the right way, respect for elders, respect for yourself, all, all those good adjectives and things like that. And I just think that I, I see that not happening as frequently. It's, it's, it's more, and, and again, Tony, I think what you were saying about the AAU, just see, me as an outsider seeing some of that, just, just seeing kind of the expectations on some of those uh, kids already. Uh, everybody worrying about 
their brand when you know they're 15 years old. Man, don't don't worry about that. Wor- worry about your fundamentals. Do the Allen Iverson and worry about practice. You know, wor- worry about getting out there and getting better all the time and, and those kind of things. But instead of but you, but you guys don't think that you. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Tony. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll let you go. But that's the thing about it. We're gearing these kids to be professionals in their teens. Yeah, that's, that's tough. In their teens. Yeah. Man, we got kids right now that haven't even graduated from high school making a million dollars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, we'll talk about the NIL thing another that, time. That's we, truth we, right there, how's brother. That, yeah. How's that sending, what kind of message are you sending kids? Yeah. How, how, you, yeah. how you, as a coach, as, both as a of y'all, as coaches, going to talk to a kid making a million dollars because they didn't, they didn't gone down to Popeye's Chicken for an hour and, and they bagging, bagging uh, you know, takeout orders. How, but how think you about talk it. to them? But think about it. As a parent, too. Yeah. Oh. You got to think about it. Yeah. You're a parent. Yeah. Your kid is making a million dollars. Who, who, who's going? Well, are they going to listen to you? No. You my, hope? Mom and dad bringing home $30,000 or you know, whatever the wage is. And, and, and yeah. you again, you standing on the corner at, at, at Jack in the Box. Uh, Man, <laughs> you know what's funny? Because we talk about this issue all the time we talk about with the nil yeah how is how is how is an offensive coordinator going to control a, a quarterback that's making eight hundred thousand dollars and you make it barely making one hundred fifty thousand at the collegiate level yeah. not much as at home we're talking about the collegiate level what what strain do i have on this young man or what control can i have over this young man to hedge over his head because his education and making money is no longer the, the carry you can dangle over a college athlete's head no more I can take away your scholarship. Take away my scholarship. I make eight hundred thousand dollars a year. I'm going to the pros anyway. <laughs> take away my scholarship. Wow. Oh, you, I make more money. You don't make more money than me. I could buy and sell you, coach. You know, you make one hundred fifty thousand dollars. I make, I, I made eight hundred thousand dollars this year. So, so I think that's one issue. But we'll talk about that another. We'll have you back on for another. Yeah, one. Ma- my go goodness, right? We we didn't gone all off, off track. You know, for, forget the whole run of show that I had. But you know, no, but see that, that no. that's that's the conversation to have. That's go ahead. But go no, but I think, but, but but I think, but I think, and I and I and I, and I hate to do this. But we got to take a lens at the images that we look at, and I talk about the hip hop community in general. That's a boastful community. Kids are emulating what they what they are. Whether it be the, the, the Migos with the drip change, you know, the things they talk about is all about money, 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 me, 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 me. I got to be this. The, the, I'm, it's, it, and it's also instant gratification. This is the images they show, right? Yeah. I got the cars. I did this. I did this. I did that. We already know we emulate those. We emulated them when, our, they were our, when our age was. We wanted to be like them as well. Yeah. But our era, era wrapped about more revolutionary stuff, and it was more of a balance. This day and age, hip-hop community is all about money. Money, and you know, glorify glorify money and objects and, and and things that you have. There is no balance there that we see. You know, That's so true. I think true. those also stare a negative image into these young men's heads while they want instant gratification. I want to get the gold chain. I want to be the one popular with the girls. I want to do this. They don't show the, the world the hard work or the responsibility that you need to do to, to, to go with all that stuff. So that's why we have these situations that are like they are now. That's My true. opinion only, fellas. Uh, you know, we, we had more balance, right? We we yeah, yeah. we we had X Clan, we, we had public enemy, yeah. but yeah, we had too short too. But you know, so you know, we yeah. we, we had a whole we had it, it wasn't all focused on just one one thing. We we had a lot of folks that were out there, you know, comment out there talking about some things that you should be doing to be better. 
you're right. There, there was a little bit more balance. Man, let, let's keep going, though, man. I, I don't. I want to be cognizant of folks' time, and I, I know Mr. Davis is. Where are you at now, man? Are you still in California? You left coast. Where are you at? You in Texas? I don't know where you are now. No, I'm in Oakland. I'm yeah, out here in the Bay Area. Oh, he in Oakland. Oh, okay. Go yeah. Go ahead yeah. with your Raider self. Go ahead. <laughs> you know that's not. What's that? Oh, what kind of what kind of what you on, man? You on AOL? No, that's not what I. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tony gonna knock me down. Well, let let's let talk about a little football. Uh, talk about the NFL. Let's talk about coaching. Since I brought that up, kind of as a joke, and it's my fault if that is anybody's team. But another serious stuff. We we gonna get into some some fun stories here in a minute. But uh, racial inequality, um, hiring practices challenges around that right so we we got the whole brian flores thing happening and now it's getting out of hand right now 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 now, brian flores will never get a a head coach job within national football league ever because he's thrown so much kerosene and gasoline on this situation that you know folks are looking at him like he's, he's dangerous Right, so not only was he going against the Dolphins, and not only was he going against the uh, the Denver Broncos for uh, racial injustice in terms of hiring practices and things like that, now he's added the Houston Texans in that, and he's saying that they did him wrong too. Talk to me about how you guys feel about, and and am I wrong in, in thinking that Flores will not get a, a co- not just a head coaching job, he won't get an OC job, he won't get a he won't get a water boy uh, job. He, he will not be on anybody's coaching staff in the National Football League if he cannot prove any of these allegations to be true. Because he hadn't come with no tape, right? He, he, has, he has not come with any validation or email or, or pictures or video that say, yeah, these three teams that he now has in, in his lawsuit have actually um, had any type of legitimate hiring discrimination for him. Yeah, he, he was probably pretty. One, he shouldn't have gotten fired from the Dolphins, from, from the Gideon. Yeah, we, we know that. Yeah, we know he's qualified, but has he been able to prove the allegations to these major pieces of this large organization, the National Football League, which has a big, big voice when you get them 32 owners in the room and then they start bringing up the, the agenda item of Brian Flores? I got a feeling 32 folks are going to say nay in, in terms of bringing him into their building. Which Talk to me, guys. What do you guys think about this? I mean, me. Go, go, go ahead, my man. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I'm going to let you go. Oh, I no, no, I'm, I'm saying my, my thing with him, I mean, we got, like you said, there's no proof in the pudding as of right now. I mean, first he claimed, and then there was, you know, then obviously he was being treated wrong in unfair practices. And I, and that I do believe some of that is true. Don't get me wrong. I think it, I think some of it is true. Yeah. Brian Flores won't. To, to answer your question, he won't coach in the NFL again. He will be get. He will. There's gonna be some settlement that we don't know about. That is gonna be focused on the wrongful termination from the Dolphins. Yeah. Not on all these other lawsuits. In my opinion, it should be wrongful termination. Sue them first. Win that one first. Then you can branch out to all this other. about the league and all that stuff man that's you're not gonna win yeah. it's been proven in the NFL you're not gonna win Colin Kaepernick had more 
more reason than everything, and they shut him up. True. You know what I'm saying? You mean to tell me you think they're not going to shut Blind Flores up? I, I just don't see it. They're not going to take this black eye. They're not. The lead is not going to take it. So though the the story's already changed again. Right. So since it's already changed again, I think that they'll figure out something to go ahead and sweep the sun of the rug, call it a day, and we won't hear about this story again. It's already starting to disappear and fade out of the headlines already. Speak. So. Now, do you, do you, it's, it's I, I, I agree with you. He won't coach again. I just hope he can bring some solid proof. Got you. I'm wondering. Again, James? No, I'm just. I'm just wondering. Do you, do you think that it's fading out of the limelight because of something that Flores is doing, or something that Goodell and the NFL is doing? Right. Do, do, do you think that they're talking to him behind the scenes and saying? I think the NFL is doing it. Okay. Okay. I think the NFL. I think the NFL was making sure that the media outlets are are pro, pro, put this as propaganda, putting it out there. I think they're, they're they're talking to his legal team and saying whatever. Uh, make sure you change the story, and, and and make sure things go this way. But again, Brian put himself in the line of fire. Yeah, you know he put himself in the line of fire by making all these accusations. You got to be able to produce proof. And 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 I'm and I and I believe the brother. I believe, I think yeah, he has been targeted. He has had some situations going for him. But again, we know, like in the court of law, you got to prove it. <laughs> Ain't what you think you know, what you know, you got to prove it. And unfortunately. He's gonna have to prove it, but 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 in him him screaming roof and quiet and, and, and screaming fire, he's gonna get paid. I mean, I think that I think they're gonna settle with him and quiet him down, and let him walk off into the sunset with a pretty good with a pretty good paycheck, you know. But as far as walking and working in the NFL again, no, it won't happen. I don't think it'll happen. That's in my crazy. opinion, right? So so he'll he'll have a nice nice bank account, but he will not have the respect that I think he was looking for, and he will not be able to have a position now. Some of these other leagues, the XFL, the what what is that? The ACFL, so the, the other league that's going to be in April, right? I mean, maybe they'll accept mm-hmm. it there, but from a national, from working with Goodell and them thirty-two teams, Tony, what do you think? Do you think uh, Flores will be back, uh, back in one, on on one of those squads? Oh no, definitely not. He, he's not coming. He won't be back <laughs> in the NFL at all. But I mean, he's making his case. He's making his case. Mm-hmm. Making a lot I of mean, noise. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know. I looked. I saw some article the other day when they talked about Lovey Smith. Yeah, and they they were giving out other sorts of coaches, and Lovey got an F because they were saying that Lovey Smith is going to bring back like old style football basically in a new style game, and and when I when I read it, I was like, hey, that's a slap in his face, basically, you know knowing that he was fit for the job yeah. and his mindset for the players was was there but you know you bring back lovey smith i was like wow <laughs> I, said, I said right then and there i said he's done in the nfl he, he he won't coach anymore so right now it's almost like you got to have a collusion type of thing to say okay we put wow. all these dudes together mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. make it look like they all came at me this way and then hopefully like you said i'll get a big paycheck and, and, and right off in the sunset you know you know it's crazy i'm gonna just add on to it you know what's funny about this whole situation when i was thinking about it you know how how hugh jackson chimed in said they did it to me nfl was always countering with somebody with their statement as soon as hugh jackson came out with a statement john elway came out with a statement i didn't do anything we we held 
they're always countering the good, you know, whatever statement that comes out that's negative towards it, they're countering with somebody something that's positive mm-hmm. on the NFL side to combat that. So with me, like I said, I think if 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 Flores can show some proof besides that text message, which obviously that was, you know, the Giants were one hundred percent wrong in that. So he can he could definitely get, you know, get them on wrongful termination in, in the New York Giants per se. But everything else, man, he's got to show some proof. Like I want to see him win. I really do. After what he did to Colin Kaepernick, I want to see him step yeah. up and, and say something and be able to prove some 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 dismantlement. We, so they have to have the change some things. Yeah, but still the I just can't, man. I just don't. I just don't see it, man. I mean, you know, I don't want to believe. I want to think with my head and not my heart. My heart wants it to win, but brother, my head is telling me it ain't gonna happen. It's just not. It's not gonna work. It's, it's it's too it's too bad. It's too, I mean, I, and uh, that's interesting what you brought up right there because I was thinking back to the Super Bowl. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl right quick before we, we close. But Tony Dungy was asked about the whole diversity and the hiring of black coaches and, you know, seeing a little bit of momentum but not enough. And standing right next to him with a counter conversation was Drew Brees, right? So, so again, when, when, you, when you have – have someone talking about the diversity aspect and, and trying to get someone to listen. They countered with, you know, Drew B saying, yeah, you know what? In my whole 20 year career, I have one coach and, you know, could it, could they mm-hmm. have probably gotten from an OC, a DC to a head coach? Probably should be more. So, so again, NFL trying to cover their, cover their own steps by having, Drew Brees, a poster child. Uh, you know, you know. Look, Drew Brees, a good dude. I mean, yeah, he he did a he said a few things <laughs> right before he 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 got out of the league too. But you know, he for the most part, he he was a de- he's a decent cat. But uh, that, that's interesting that you say that. And I, I thought about what happened at the Super Bowl when they had Tony Dungy and Drew Brees standing next to each mm-hmm. other. So. All of the version. Yeah, yeah you know, so watch out for the smoke and mirrors. Why, don't don't yeah, pay attention just, to what we're doing over here. Just, just I mean, because you think about it, this came out. This story comes out. After the fact of what happened before that, think about that. What was happening before that in the NFL? The Dan Snyder stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, yeah. yeah. It was happening right before this. Then all of a sudden, we throw this Brian Flores stuff out. Oh, we're going we're gonna to forget about Dan Snyder sending the text and all that stuff. <laughs> oh, we're going to throw this out there. Oh, it's all good, though. <laughs> It's almost like yep. we got these things saved up, right? You know, just just in case some jump off. Oh, we got we got this one for you know. So you pay attention to this one instead. Come on, y'all. We not that. We not that crazy, yo. Oh well, I'm, I'm, look, I'll leave that. Know, they don't talk about it though. Think about it. They don't even talk about it. So so Denver is is part of this whole issue with uh, Coach Flores. I'm gonna still call him Coach just for today because the season's not well. The season is over, but you know, I'll wait till 2023 before. I, don't call him coach anymore, but Denver Broncos may have another person who could be looking to purchase him. Byron Allen, Byron Allen, who I did not realize had this kind of money. Good night. Mm-hmm. Byron Allen is the truth. Y'all need to look. I, we always used to see oh, on TV and all, but man, I did not realize Byron Allen was, was, was legit like that. I'm, I'm, I need to see if we related in some kind of way. Let me get some of that body. Montel, how about you, man? Same last I, went, I wish we had some winners with the broken head. I'll be a, I would be in this front door, too. Wow. Talk so, about Cousin Byron, what's happening? Yeah. So, so you know, Byron is, is looking at uh, throwing his name into the acquisition of the Denver Broncos. Uh, what do you guys think about that? So, we, we got we got Mannings, at least Peyton. We got John Elway. 
we got a group that had who who was the other person? There 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 was a couple other folks. Was I think Jay Z was, was part of some at, at the early on conversation about that. Uh, but you know, a couple couple of folks are throwing their name into the hat here of possibly owning this team. Tony, what do you think about someone like Byron Allen? Yeah, you Allen? really want my opinion. Yeah, you, uh, do I really want? Let me tell you something. I'm going to put you well, full screen. Look, my thing, like I said, everything is diversion. Everything is a diversion. I mean, this, this to me, this this is sounding like the, 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 the governor, when we had the governors back in when they had the porn star running and, and, and Schwarzenegger and all of them running. Man, they pulling people out the hat. Everybody's coming out the hat. It's like where was all these people like two or three years ago? Okay. You know, we 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 had some people that wanted to buy some people out here in Oakland. You wanted okay, to buy yeah. some out here in Oakland. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? So, where was all these people? Where uh, are they coming from? Yeah, especially when you know, I mean, you got some decent franchises out there, right? You know, so the Warriors and the Raiders and things like that. How how come no one kicked in? Is is kind of what you're saying? I got you. Okay. You know, so now all of a sudden we got Byron Allen coming up. And we got, like you said, we got Jay-Z coming out the woodwork. It's like, hold on, man. Where was y'all at? Y'all wanted to buy the Broncos? The Broncos. Oh, hold on. Y'all would rather buy the Broncos than to buy the Raiders. That wow. doesn't sound right. And the Broncos are expensive, $4 billion. Four, that's big, that's a B, right. billion dollars. Yeah, uh, I mean, you, you got Oakland sitting right here. Why don't you just get a, why don't you just buy another NFL team and have them sit right here? You got a, you got a building over there that's now just in mothballed almost. Basically. Okay, and that's coming from someone sitting right there in the city. Okay, tell us how you really feel. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I know our our, our fan, the fan base is going to be here. Yeah. I know the money's going to be here. Yeah. I mean, I I think this is one of the highest probably paying tickets that was on in the area, or maybe in the NFL. Basically, besides Dallas. That's a good point. You know, yeah. I mean, so, leg- legacy, legacy franchise, legacy fan base. I mean, I I know Raider fans who fly everywhere, not just home games, but fly you know to, to away games, and it's it's legit. It, it's it's like uh, East Coast college football for the Raiders. I, I mean, out here, I mean, people are, are die hard. Wow. But you know, Denver's Denver, so we'll see what happens. I think, like I said, I think it's all a diversion. You know, okay. they're gonna throw us off, and then you, you know what's gonna happen? John Elway's gonna get the team. Watch what I say. I'm gonna mar- mark it right there. Seven thirty-eight p.m. Pacific That's time, right. right there. Tony Davis. <laughs> and I, I actually, I believe, I agree with that. I, I think if anyone has any insider information, which probably you know is illegal and shouldn't happen, but it's either going to be Elway or Elway and Manning. Some somehow being the ones who own and co-own the team, as opposed to all, all of these other folks that are, that have been thrown into the hat. Montel, what do you think about this? Is, I mean, is this um, worth having? I'm I'm I'm, I'm one hundred percent agreement. I think it's going to be the Elway Elway and his boys, or a combination of Elway and Manning, own the majority of the stake of the team. Um, I, I'm great. They're they're you know black faces are, are putting their 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 stamp on this, saying that they're interested in doing it. But like you know, like Tony said, there there's been other there's been other teams available in other areas that would probably be more profitable. Because we're looking at it from a business standpoint, what is going to be more profitable? Obviously, Denver Broncos are not more profitable than the Raiders. Yeah. 
you know. And if you're looking for somebody that's, that's kind of like that, when the Chargers moved to L.A., they could have put a bid in for the Chargers to make them stay in, in San Diego. So there's been opportunities for people to get in. I think they just haven't let them in. Let's be perfectly clear. Jay Z is not going to own the team. He's not going to be. He's not going to be. Dude, he don't. He don't got them kind of pockets. You know, he would be just a figurehead. He ain't got them kind of pockets. He definitely the, 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 the minority owner, right? He yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, but I, but I, but I believe that he can have some say so, or he, if he was able to get on a team like that, or he can kind of be a minority owner, just like Serena Williams and all those guys were yeah. with the Dolphins and, yeah. and so on. Um, which is a step forward, obviously, yeah. for having having a minority ownership. But as far as who's specifically going to get the Broncos, I see John Elway's in the driver's seat. You know, him and Peyton Manning also won a Super Bowl for that city. Um, they got they got something, in, you know, they got something definitely they can gel with, go with. I mean, have you ever been to Denver? John Elway owns damn near every car lot that's, yeah, that's in the man, state. It's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah, that's in the state. So you know, he got he's got he's got enough coin to be able to back up what he wants to do. And the fact of the matter, he's a longtime Bronco. He's won Super Bowls with him. He has a lot of history with him. It, it almost it seems right for him to be able to step into that role, whether you're black, white, green, or orange. It doesn't make it make doesn't make any difference. It just seems like right. Exactly. I would like for minority in, 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 I like would like minority ownership to be honestly to get in on an expansion. I think that would be the most easiest way for us to get in to be able to do that culture and everything. And we have two ripe cities. You have the city of Oakland that's ready, and we have the city of San Diego. Those are two in California wow. that would be ready, ready to go. That have stadiums. Things ready to kind of go. I do wish though that there would be kind of how the uh, uh, um, the Colts did Indianapolis. They get the grandfather that name in, like we are the Colts, or, or you know, not the right. You. you don't get to take you. it with you. Yeah, yeah. You know, so San Diego Chargers will be the San Diego Chargers. Yeah. You have to change your name something different if you're going to move to L.A. The Raiders, if you're going to move to Las Vegas, if we're going to bring back Oakland Raiders, it's going to be the Oakland Raiders, and you're going to have to change you your name in Las yeah. Vegas yeah. to something different. Uh, um, I wish it would. I, I would, I would yeah. yeah, just to kind of give it be, be back nostalgic, but I do believe the way that minority ownership is going to get in. And I was reading an article; it's going to be expansion. Now, when does the NFL plan on expanding? I mean, the way the sport is growing right now is, is I think it's going to be sooner than later. I think they just need to find the right cities that are ready to embrace a new team and be able to build that out. I do believe, like the USFL and all those things, are going to kind of set cattle, you know, set spawns in these smaller markets. To see which one is going to be the best one for one of two to expand in, yeah. you know, is Portland ready? Uh, if they're not, if they're not ready. Is you know, Sacramento is Oakland ready? Is San Diego ready? Are any of these other places ready? Because at the end of the day, when it comes to those ownerships, they don't care about the game. Who's on the X's and O's? They can care less. It's all about the mighty dollar. And who's how they're going to be able to maximize their profit? All about the mighty dollar. Golly, that's that's it. We'll see. But uh, thought, yeah. thought we'd bring the story up. Uh, no, no one else is talking about it. Uh, and w w we will see who, who ends up owning these, these these folks here next year for sure. Because I'm sure they're going to come up now. It's the offseason, figure out what's going on. Mr. Davis, I see you didn't came. Oh, Lord, what you on your cell phone now, brother? Hold, hold on. Brother. <laughs> he didn't came in on his cell phone. Look at this. I, oh, you all zoomed I'd have in. I had to break out the cell phone. You sure did. <laughs> okay, that's all right. We are, we on the last topic. I'm I'm a, I'm, a, I'm not gonna hold you too much longer. I don't want to okay. use up all your minutes. I don't want to use all your T-Mobile <laughs> minutes, brother. Uh, Super Bowl. All right, you watched the game. Talk to us about the game. Let, let, let's start with the game first, and then we'll go into some of the other aspects. Them, uh, them Bengals tried. Them, them Bengals sure did try. Uh, Joe Burrow sure did look like uh, <laughs> sure did look like Garoppolo that last play. I'm just gonna say that right there for our, 
for all my 49 fans. <laughs> he showed it looked like Garoppolo, but it, it was it was a nice, nice, nice test between two of the last remaining teams. I, I actually thought at the last minute that, but uh, before that last play, I, I thought that the Bengals were at least going going to tie the game up. Talk to me about what you guys thought about the game in and of itself. Then we'll talk about the halftime show. Um, the game was great. It was a great game. Yeah. You know, uh, other than that last uh, set of <laughs> set of plays, you know, you, you, you talk about. We're gonna call that the, the the Jimmy Garoppolo. That's what we're gonna call that last that last play, the Jimmy G. I don't know if you can even call it Jimmy G. <laughs> I mean, uh, you, you, the the game was play. It was a slow game. It was a slow game. Yeah. But you know, at the end. They didn't throw any flags for them to march down the field, what, 75 yards? Yeah. And get a touchdown? Come on, man. Something is up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah the, 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 you, the officiating you, you, at the very end was, was slightly questionable. I, I will say that at the very end, it seemed like there something was man, in at the end. Man. You had referees waiting until after the play <laughs> was over, five, ten seconds, then threw the flag. flag. Yeah, yeah. That's true. That was a little questionable. And what they couldn't find the flag, he put it in a different pocket or something. Something was going on, for sure. There's some some PI, some pass interferences, folks that 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 was called that really didn't look like it was a PI. There's um, some holds, man, all that. Yeah. So don't know. But was hey. the fix in? I'm not gonna say anything. I'm not gonna be a conspiracy theorist, but I'm letting Tony say it. Man, the fix has been in the hole. So he, he said it, folks. Oh lord, the hole. I, I got the. I'm gonna have to erase this. From the we we showed <laughs> the referees the whole year controlled the game, yeah. and they did the same thing in the Super Bowl. They showed it. They controlled it yeah. until the very end, and that's when they let them play football. Yeah. Wow. And then they drove down the field seventy-seven. Man, I still can't believe it. they drove down seventy-seven yards and no penalties, Nothing. except for defense, defensive penalties, no offensive penalties, defensive penalties. Mm-hmm. Now something is wrong with that picture. <laughs> so wait, 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 wait. So, so let me make sure we we clear. So you made you just telling me that 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 dude that wasn't passing interference. Which one? Oh, on the Cincinnati, on the Cincinnati, you talking no, about the LA drive down? Right? You know what? Y'all keep talking. I'll find the. I'll look. No, Which no. Was, I, oh, I'm talking. <laughs> I'm talking about both. Well, one was definitely holding. He held him, and then the second one, the, the long one, I questioned it because I think you should be able to play physical on the DB. I mean, personally, I, I was DB. I don't see it, but I mean, I, it's a toss-up call. I don't think it should have been called. I, I, I feel the same way, but I know that for sure the one on the goal line was a hold. He held the him. The linebacker. He did one. Huh? The one with the linebacker. Yeah, when he held him by his when he held him by his waist. Yes, that was a hold. Okay. He held him breaking up. That That's the one I'll give the long the long one. I don't I don't think that was a pass interference. No. The one on the goal line was uh, the one when he gave him the, the, the extra four the extra four downs. That was a yeah. pass interference. No. It you wasn't. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, my take on the game. Good game, entertaining. Like unlike you, I liked it because I like defense more so than offense. All this, you know, all these fifty-point games, stupid because I—that means the defense can't play anything. Um, I do, I do believe um, the narrative got changed, whichever way they wanted to. The refs kind of controlled the narrative how they wanted to go. Uh, beyond that, 
I'm not, you know, Stafford, he got one. I didn't think he was going to win one. But also, Burrow, Bur- Burrow showed that he could drive 75 yards, but, you know, that last, that last, those last two plays he did when he got sacked, you know, kind of just showed his youth and his, you know, lack of maturity in a situation like that because they had opportunities to win or at least an opportunity just to hold on the ball and tie it because he could have just took the snap and fell forward. They were already in field goal range before he got sacked. Well, not even so, that, Montel. Um, what? Think about it. They they were what? They were third and some third and one. Mm-hmm. This name was third and one, and you don't bring your main running back into the game. You give oh, it I agree. Mixon should have been. Yeah, you oh, give it dude. to Perry. Me, me and you agree. Mixon should have been getting the and he yeah. and he was moving the ball. No, Mixon was throwing, throwing touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm, they're, they're play calling. Questionable whether it was you know they were all into the fix or not. I think Mixon should have. I think that whole that last minute and thirty seconds, especially when they got on on the Rams forty, should have uh-huh. been feeding to Mixon. It should have been the Mixon show up the whole time. Mm-hmm. They tried to do whatever they want to do and try to throw Jamar Chase and all that bull black crap. Yeah, yeah, they still yeah. got themselves in field goal field goal range. Before he took that sack, all he had to do was say hike and fall forward. Yeah. The game was tied at that point. It could have been a field goal. And now we now we got a whole other quarter. Yeah. For whatever reason, you know, Joe Burrow did, you know, he tried to scramble and do whatever got sacked by Donaldson. Took him out of field goal range. Um, also, the part that I didn't like about the game, there was still one more down left, and they the, the Cincinnati didn't run another play, which I don't understand. That. Like, why didn't you hurry to get to the line and go for the gusto on the fourth down? Wow. You know, that that's the part I did. That's the part I was like, wow. Why did they hurry to get to the line? And say, yo, let's let's I don't care what you do, throw the ball up, do something. Hail Mary or make something. something make something happen really fast. Cause we already know you can get a playoff in, in 13 seconds if you really want to. Trust me, Mahomes showed us every week. Look, you yeah, do we, it. We, we've seen Tom Brady score 15 <laughs> points in 13 Tom seconds. Right? So, <laughs> we can get we can it get it off. I don't know why yeah. that that's that's the only part I'm just like, ah, it was iffy. But otherwise, that man, the game did what it was supposed to do. It was supposed to entertain. Yeah. Did the better team win? Questionable. I'm not a big Rams fan. I mean, I'm glad to see that Donald got a ring. Yeah. Uh, the one part about the game I did that I that I was more, I didn't think I was gonna be bad about was OGB. I, I wish he went towards me because yeah. he was having a good o- Odell getting hurt. Tore, so tore, when tore Odell ACL. went down, that's when I was officially rooting for the Rams because I yeah yeah that part right fire. there yeah I didn't I didn't like that part, but in retrospect, Cooper Cup showed me he's the man. Period. That that boy can play some full. He, he's a bad receiver. The Rams are lucky to have won because they didn't fully utilize Cup throughout the game. Yeah, right. well, he, but they, but but they, they couldn't. They yeah. had they, they had two players down. <laughs> they had OB, yeah. OB, OBJ gone. Uh, Higby was gone. I mean, they and Jefferson was sorry. No, I mean, yeah, he didn't even get cut. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, he, he didn't play he very good at all. On his mind, because no. immediately after the game, he went to the hospital because his his wife or his girlfriend had had their baby. So he had other things on his mind. I, I'm, I'm gonna cut him some slack. Right? Immediately but, after but, the game, he didn't celebrate with with the team. He went to the hospital. They didn't even use Sunny Michelle. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, the, the, I, to, to, as, as much credit as McVay deserves about how great of an offensive coordinator or mind genius he is. Yeah. The game came down to the, the, the play catch with Cup. It was one. Yeah. Well, no matter what Cup ran, they were he was throwing in the ball. Yeah. Cup obviously, you know, they, they ran plays. They ran a lot of pick plays. I don't know if people don't know about football, but they ran a lot of pick plays for him to get open. 
And it should have so called him. Huh? And they should have called him because a lot of yes. it was picks, offensive interference. Yeah, yeah. They ran out of big plays. Um, yeah. And I know, except for the one when he ran the fade, except for the fade on the goal line when he caught the one. That wasn't a pick play, but they ran a lot of pick plays for, for, for Cup. I'm all good. But you know, the thing is, I'm all good with them winning. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to, I wouldn't argue like, damn, it's a big conspiracy theory. Yeah, yeah. They won it. That's fine. It's entertaining. That's great. That wasn't a big part of the show. I don't uh -oh. even think that was the headline of the show. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, then let's go ahead and get into it. Feet, go ahead and, and set it up right there. Uh, you know, you know. That we, it was, we, it, you we know had... just, I, hate to, I hate to say, I hate to keep it real. That wasn't the big part of the show. The big part of the show, we all know. Uh, oh, we, we had everybody crip walking, didn't we? It, uh, and, and <laughs> it, did, it, didn't, it didn't disappoint at all. Matter of fact, the, if I had any critique of the show at all, yeah. I wish Ice Cube could have been in the show. Okay. Because I think Ice Cube would have, was was a part of the West Coast. I know I, I know the Bay Area. I love the Bay Area. I'm from the Bay Area. I wish E40, but E40 don't have that catalog like they do. Right. right. I just wish I wish I wish Ice Cube could have been on the show show, and I wish they could have paid some homage to Easy E, Nipsey, and Tupac. Like their oh, pictures. Yeah, some of the I, I wanted a Tupac hologram to take it too. <laughs> you know, I, 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 did. I wish I, they could have did something <laughs> like that. But for for a 12 minute show, I felt like I was in a whole concert. Yeah. That was a 12 minute performance. I felt like I was in a whole concert. Uh, watching that halftime performance, man, and I think uh, hip hop arrived as far as like our music is here to stay, our culture is here to stay when it comes to that. Um, they kind of solidified. So Tony, you know, I, I want to ask you, Tony, who you who was the the most compelling part of the halftime show? Because I mine may mine may actually surprise you. What 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 was of that whole halftime show? What was the part that kind of stuck out with you the most? Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar was a bad man, wasn't he? Kendrick Lamar? <laughs> Kendrick, yeah, that was that was that was good. That was good. Yeah. Uh Kendrick okay. Lamar, I mean, hands down. Yeah, he was he was I mean, he was tough. The, the one that shocked me was 50. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, come on, I 50, 50 too big. big to be late. I mean, and see, a lot, a lot of youngsters <laughs> don't realize that that's that whole stance upside down is how he was in the original video. But he, you know, he was probably 80 pounds lighter. And yeah. he didn't—he didn't look right, hanging upside down, talking about. Okay, he—he he did yeah. it. I'm—I'm I'm glad he didn't fall and, and bust his head. But uh, yeah, fifty. Hey, you know, nobody recognizes. Nobody recognizes either that they—they they had another performer on the stage that are just as good as them. Pop. Bruno Mars boy, right there. Uh, Anderson Park, yeah. Anderson Park. Yeah. Anderson Park was right there. I was telling everyone in the room. I said, "Look at Anderson Park on on the drums." Yeah, doing. I mean, he was. Yeah, he was doing it. You, I mean, um, I don't know. I was like, "Wow!" The most, give him no homage. Hey, the most compelling part of the whole show was me. I hate to say it was that little thirty-second piano rendition that that Dre did. The, when he started that, with that the pop right song. there, I was just like, "Yeah, started with the pop I was like, song you know, right there." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, that was that, I thought that was cold. Huh? Yeah, that 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 made that made a lot yeah. of oh, that made a lot of hip hop heads just step back and say, okay, this this is cool. The the part that got me, and I'm surprised that he was the one that did it as opposed to anyone else, was was M with the kneel. Oh yeah, and then with the fist, right? M, yeah. M and M with the with the kneel and homage because we talked about it already. The homage to and the, and the salute to to Colin, and then with the fist up in the air. That, yep. that sent shockwaves across the world, I think. When fo folks were listening to Dre on the keyboard, while <laughs> on, on the piano, while he was playing Tupac and while he was playing the other song, while, while Eminem, of all people, was, was down there on one knee showing some respect to, to Kaepernick. 
that part was the coldest part right there, nonverbal action right there that that, that I think folks are talking about. Oh yeah, yeah Mary. No, I mean I know we didn't mention Mary, but it's always good to see Mary J. Blige doing her thing. Everyone loves oh, Mary. Yeah. But I wish I wish she didn't fall on the ground like she did. It looked like she hurt herself when she. When she... But but I'm saying for a 12 minute performance, we all felt like we was at a whole concert, right? We felt like damn, it's like they really brought California to the Man, masses. It was, it was hot. It was hot. Yeah, it, it was. Hot. And kind of what what we embody here on the West Coast, yeah. I think by them now it doesn't it didn't come to the Bay Area style. And what we do in the, what they do in the bay, but uh, you know it's still West Coast no matter where we go. It's it's what we what kind of what we are. I thought the show was like, was man, I, there will there will never be a half compared to the last three halftime shows they had. This one right here, oh yeah, set the come bar. On. Come on, this might be the best one they've ever had, and this set the bar way high. I don't even know what could top it. I mean, to be honest with you, I don't know what they're gonna do be able to do the topic. Maybe the Prince performance might have been the only one, in my opinion, that might have is better than this one. Yeah. But I'm a hip hop head, so I'll yeah. take hip hop over. Prince is when I'm with my lady. Prince ain't what I want to watch when I'm doing football. <laughs> hip hop is what I want to see when I'm doing yeah, when I watch football. Yeah. So, so, so you didn't like the weekend last year? Okay, okay. Oh so man, no one, that no dude. The weekend last year. That dude. He need to take that uh that that, that, that face that man's face he had. That, he better not get invited <laughs> any more times to do the halftime. All right. So <laughs> let me let me ask, and we're closing this, Tony. Your top three. Super Bowl halftime performances that you remember. Top three. Ooh. Come on now. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Top three. Ooh. Hey, I, I don't know. You weren't ready. See that? You weren't I ready. I wasn't ready. I'm okay. not ready. Montel, okay. Okay. Probably, okay. Probably go ahead, Montel. Back go to go ahead. <laughs> hey. Top three. I, you know me. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna go Prince because I just gotta pay homage to Prince because mm-hmm. he, he did his thing. The hip hop Dre and them are number two, but they they actually one A and one B. There ain't no number two. They're number one A and one B. And of course, Mike. You know, you gotta pay homage to Michael Jackson, even though I'm not a big MJ fan. Yeah. You know, but Michael Jackson did do his thing. I'm, and I ain't gonna take nothing away from Bruno Mars when he did his. Bruno Mars was kind of dope when he did his a couple years ago. Um, beyond that. I don't even remember no none of the other ones. To be honest with you, there was always country singers and somebody I wasn't interested in. So I don't think I even paid attention to watching. Yeah. True. I mean, just, I'm just keeping it real. Now, yeah, I'm going to cheat too like you did with the 1A and 1B. I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm gonna say one, 1A was Michael because, you know, Michael flying through the sky and doing, doing his thing. And, you know, uh, that was probably 1A. Uh, man, that's tough. Prince as well, because when when look when he when it gets to raining while he's playing Purple Rain, the, the the Lord just said, "Man, let me let me go ahead and and, and sprinkle these fools with some while Prince is playing <laughs> and it's raining." Uh, obviously, this last one too, but did, didn't Beyonce do one, or am I just thinking about Homecoming? Yes, she did. I thought she did some. Yeah, she did one. She, she did one her, too. Her, Jenna did her number. Jenna and her yeah. the Yeah, but Jenna, you know, Jenna, Jenna got Jenna robbed. Jenna got robbed. So I mean, hopefully, yeah, yeah. hopefully, she decided to come back. You know, Timberlake. Yeah, he he didn't did two, but um, yeah, I think Beyonce. So if I, I'd have to cheat and add another one in there. So it would, it would be Michael Prince, and then this last one, and then Beyonce for sure. Oh, are you come on, man. Are you? I, I know. I'm, I'm just you know. 
Don't don't ask me to, to be definitive up in here, man. I, 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 don't, I don't play by the, my own rules, man. All right, Tony, I'm not, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make you make you come up with one why you can't think. I, I know we threw you on the curb, but hey, appreciate you, brother, for jumping in with us here, Team No Sleep. This is what we do, man. We again, thank you for you joining, bro. Comments, I thank wanted, you guys. Yeah, thank man, you. wanted to bring you on camera. You are invited back. You now have the keys to the front door. You, you can okay. come in, you know, just don't eat all the food out the refrigerator, but you can come in <laughs> anytime, brother. You at home, man. Tuesday, 630. This is when we get it in. So if you want to jump in anytime, do it. All right. Hey, I want to tell you guys, I love what you guys do. You guys bring up the good topics. And uh, hey, man, keep it going. Keep it going. Appreciate keep you, brother. Appreciate, appreciate yeah. you, brother. We're doing it. And we're trying to do it for the culture. Share with folks as you can, man. If you like what we're doing. Tell somebody if you don't like what we're doing, tell us so we can get better. That being said, y'all be good to yourself. Take care. Say something to somebody in your family. Take care of yourselves. Take care of the ones around you, and we out. All right.